I'm Coach Seb, and this is Running New Mexico. All right, joining me today, I have Gabrielle Arciaga. She is the new head coach at the University of Southwest down in Hobbs. She is a Hobbs graduate um, and also a graduate of the University of Southwest. And I'm so excited to be talking to you today. So thanks for joining me. Oh, you're welcome. So, you know, my first question is, how did you get into running? Um, it's actually kind of a, a funny story. Um, whenever I was younger, um, my dad was traditionally a distance runner. He ran marathons, half marathons. 5Ks, I mean, the works. And, you know, I grew up seeing him racing. I grew up seeing him um, running these marathons. Matter of fact, um, whenever I was about three or four, I can remember us going to California to watch him run in um, a marathon there. And so um, as I got older, you know, my interest grew in the field of running and whenever I got into about ninth, 10th grade, um, he told me that, okay, if you want to run, you know, I'll, I'll take you to meet Coach Jackson. Um, but you have to be able to run four miles without stopping. So uh, I put in the work uh, day in and day out. I would be on the track running lap after lap until I eventually got there. And then um, when I first started, I wasn't very good. I was running eight, nine minute miles. And by my senior year, um, I actually ended up being the top runner at Hobbs High School. Um, and it's just kind of grown from there. Well, that's fantastic. You know, uh, it sounds like your dad had a positive influence on, on that running for sure. He did. Um, I, I can remember many times him taking me with him while he's going on a run and, you know, I'm just out there just watching him in awe. <laughs> did you ever feel like, I guess, pressured in your running because of that? No. Oddly enough, I, I never did. The only time that I really felt pressure in my running was um whenever i was running for coach jackson i wanted to show that you know i was a worthy athlete or i was a good athlete and i just always wanted to be sure you know i'm capable of doing whatever you ask of me you know i'm capable of putting in the work just have faith in me you know you talked about not being you know, very good when you started eight, nine minute miles. And there's, I mean, plenty of people who would love to, <laughs> to run that, but you know, it's not as, as competitive, you know, especially kind of in the high school racing, if you want to be, you know, towards the top, it was that hard for you at first, like, okay, was that, or was that motivation, I guess, to get faster, to be able to be up with the top girls? It was, motivation because i'll be honest when i first started i had no idea what i was getting myself into i i didn't know 
I couldn't even fathom what I was doing. And I remember my first long run coach said, okay, go out for an hour and run. And I looked at, you know, my fellow teammate and I said, we're running for an hour. Really? <laughs> and, um, eventually, you know, I ended up acclimating to it and get kind of getting used to the, you know, being not the best runner, but seeing the top runners, I kept telling myself, okay, I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to push myself. Eventually I'm going to have that, that top spot on varsity. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. You know, you, as I mentioned before, you know, the, the head coach at the university of Southwest, you just got that position and you, you graduated from there. Um, what does it mean to like, I mean, you ran there. What does it mean to go to, to be able to coach at a place that you ran at? I think it's a full circle for me um, in the sense that, you know, um, I've always, I've always thought, you know, it, it would be kind of cool to help coach here. I never envisioned myself being the head coach. I always just thought I'd be an assistant or something along those lines. I never fully saw myself becoming the head coach. But now that I am, it's like someone finally sees my potential or they see potential in me. And I, I hope that continues, you know, down the road that these athletes who are coming in, they at least give me a chance to push them and get them to their goals or their dreams or whatever they want to accomplish in the sport of running. That's, that's a, a great motto, I think. Yes. <laughs> did you, you, before you ran for them, did you think that that running in college was something that you could do? Yes, I did. Um, I had actually gotten quite a few scholarships from a number of schools, nothing real big. Um, you know, um, Lubbock Christian offered me 500. Um, and then a couple of other smaller junior colleges offered me um, a couple of full rides. But after thinking about it, I just wasn't sure if I was meant to run in college. I never thought I was good enough to run in college. So I took the year off and taking that year off really allowed me to reflect and think, okay, I this is something I am meant to do and to continue doing. I think that's a great kind of insight because I don't, you know, a lot of kids don't always get that opportunity to, to reflect on, on their abilities and, and then use that to kind of go forward and, and push themselves. So that's, that's great. You were able to do that and then continue the running after that. Yes. Um, it's something I definitely don't regret. That's, and that's good. <laughs> I think there's very few running things that, at least in my own life that I, I regret doing, they were hard <laughs> and they took a lot of effort, whether in the buildup or the final, but I, I, I rarely regret them. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, you had a pretty good career, um, down there in the university of Southwest. I think you have the, the 5k 
uh, women's record there. What was, uh, I mean, if you ran, I think I saw you were running kind of low 21s in high school. Mm -hmm. um, and then by the time, you know, a couple of years there, you were running kind of mid 18s. I think that's what the record is like a mid 18. Um, what did it feel like to make like that kind of progress to you after again, like coming from where you came starting out, like kind of in the back of the pack? You know, honestly, um, I never envisioned myself breaking 20. Um, and whenever I did, we were at a meet in Kansas. Um, and it, to this day, it's one of my favorite runs, favorite meets. Um, and I remember finishing and I was the 10th, I placed 10th. And I remember looking around thinking, no, there, there had to have been more people that, you know, placed ahead of me. And I looked at the clock and it said 19 minutes. And I said, there's no way that's right. No <laughs> way. Because I'm, I've always been used to running 20s, 21s. And I, I double, I double took at the clock and thought, man, I really ran a 19 and I, I was on cloud nine that whole day. You could have told me the worst news possible and <laughs> it wasn't going to change how I felt. It, it was just, it really showed me that if you continue to put the work in, in this sport, it will pay off in the end. It just takes time. And it takes patience and dedication. And that's, that's so true. And that's so, it's such, it's a lesson that every runner has to, <laughs> has to find, you know, cause it can, you really need a lot to, um, uh, to, to put in that work because it, it can get monotonous. It can get tiring. It can get, there's a lot of things that go into it. So I, I hear you on that. <laughs> yes. And I, I think that's true about anything you do in life. Um, it takes time, patience, heart, and dedication. Absolutely. You know, coming in as, as a coach, do you think, you know, having, again, having that experience of you didn't think you were fast enough, you didn't think you could do that, do you think that's going to kind of help you um, as you're working with these kids coming into the school? Yes, I do. Um, there's been a number of kids who have approached me and said, it's been a year since I've ran or I'm not very good or, you know, I just don't think I meet the criteria for college running. And my response to them when they tell me that is, I didn't either. I, I took off a year and then now look where I got myself to. You just have have to put in the work and understand there's a reason behind every workout, every run, every day off too. And you have to really listen to your body when it's telling you to quit or to take that time off. And um, any athlete who approaches me and doesn't think they're good enough, I challenge them to say, okay, show me, show me why you're not good enough. And, you know, they may look at me like I'm crazy. Like, how do I show you I'm not good enough? <laughs> and that's kind of the point there. You know, you, there is always someone who's going to be better than you, no matter what you do. But on the same note, there's always going to be someone who isn't as good as you. You just have to have that mindset of being okay with where you're at 
and then continuing to push yourself more and more every day. Absolutely. And, and kind of on that note, you know, when you kind of finished up running with University of Southwest, I mean, you've continued your running. Um, that's kind of how I started following you. I, I've seen some of your runs on, on Instagram and stuff, and you, you've had some, some pretty good ones. I know you dealt with an injury and we, we'll get into that, but um, I guess what kept you motivated to continue to push yourself even outside of school? Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, my motivation after school, um, you know, and that's a, that's a really hard question for me because running has been a struggle the past couple of years. Um, it's, it's been tough. So my motivation honestly has been trying to teach fellow athletes, you know, how to get better, trying to teach the younger generations, you know, to push themselves more. And it's just something I've always been passionate about. So I really don't know what my motivation has been after college other than having a passion for the sport and just for running in general. I think that, <laughs> I think that that passion can take you a long way. <laughs> yes, it can. I mean, um, yeah. But I think it also can um, cause you to um, stumble a few times into the couple of injuries I've had. <laughs> yeah, it can it can be a little hard to uh, to manage that. Like I, I love this so much, so I'm not going to take a day off or. No, no, that pain really isn't that bad. I can run through that. It's it's not a big deal. It, it'll go away. I just need to take it easy. That's what I struggle with right now. Um, you know, I tried to start back up. I, I've been running through my in, injuries like it's just another day. Um, <laughs> but most recently, I've started listening in to my body when it's telling me, you need to back off. And on the days I can't run, I bike. On the days I don't feel like biking and I attempt to run and it's too much, I'll say, okay, today might be a good day to walk or a day off or a day in the gym for, you know, an, a different type of workout. I find a way to maneuver around the injuries rather than pushing through them like I've always been taught. Yeah, that, I, that's good. And I think that's a good insight, you know, to have as a coach, even though I think there's a lot of times coaches don't always take their own as advice, but they're pretty good at noticing it in other people when they're doing it. <laughs> yes, yes. And, um, you know, I th that's something I'm running into right now is um, the prior team at, at USW, a lot of the athletes are hesitant to come back because they're injured or, you know, they're just dealing with a number of, well, if you have me run this distance, it hurt me last time. And, you know, I've just been explaining to them, aches and pains come along with the sport of running. And it's when it doesn't go away that you really need to say, okay, there's something wrong. Right. Absolutely. There's, 
but yeah, there's, there's, um, a difference between knowing what you can run through and, and what's going to cause either more damage or, or basically not be beneficial if not harmful, you know, in the long term. Right. Right. Um, and I, I think, I think, and I hope here, the kids are kind of hearing me out whenever I'm telling them, take off. If you're hurting, it might be a good day off. Yeah. And and, and, and you, you got to hear that from a coach. It's hard to, you know, again, when it's just yourself and you, you're passionate about it, it's hard to be like, oh, yeah, this isn't going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. You know, but you you, you want to keep on going. So hearing it from someone else, a coach, uh, uh, especially is um, helpful to make sure that you're taking that step back. Right, right. So, um, you know, I, I did, you know, we talked a little bit about that motivation after, but you, you also ran some longer distances. Um, I know you have, you have like a 137 half marathon PR. Yes, I do. Um that was a fun run. It was up, up there in Albuquerque. It was a Duke City. Oh yeah. And that was my very first marathon and or half marathon and that's actually my only one to date. I was planning on running oh. one after that. COVID hit. I was got signed up for one after that. Injury hit. And I haven't been able to get in another one since. Oh, that is rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, I like that half marathon distance. It uh, It's painfully fun, I guess you could say. I I recently kind of started running it myself and I, I have two under my belt and it is, um, you know, once, once you kind of figure it out a little bit mm-hmm. and, and have your paces down, it's... Um, yeah, I just I enjoy it because it's it's long. It's not necessarily a sprint, but you're working the whole time. But it's not a it's not a full marathon. <laughs> yeah, and um, funny story is whenever I went into that half, my logic was I hadn't trained for it, I hadn't done anything leading up to it. My logic was okay, <laughs> if I can run eleven miles, I can run a half marathon. I was training. 11 miles at roughly about a 6.57 minute pace. So I signed up for the Duke City, which was three days, mind you, after I had ran those 11 miles. And (laughs) um, I was not prepared for what I put myself through. (laughs) It was- Oh, yeah. I, uh, my first one was, actually just this or official one I've, I've actually did a 15 mile race before but uh i did the loveless half marathon and um you know i'd had some longer runs but not recently and i had had some time off for a family vacation and yeah the those first six seven eight miles were were great they were fantastic and then yep. uh after that, not so much. <laughs> yeah, it's like as soon as you hit that ninth, tenth mile, you hit a wall. <laughs> At least it, that's what it was like for me. And then by that that last mile, I was dragging back to the finish line. I, I told myself, don't walk, don't stop. Just if you are slow running, 
at least you're still running. And yeah, man, that that last mile was tough, really tough. Uh, I will. Say, at least my second one got better. So you know, with some extra training, I'm sure when you're when you're healthy and you get that next one under the belt, it'll be it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, and um, that's actually what I've been training for for the past. Um, I would say about six, seven months. And now I've just been biking. <laughs> uh, well, that's, I, like I said, I mean, I hope, I hope the injury clears up. I hope you're able to, to get out there. Cause I know how hard that is, you know, when you're struggling through things like that. Yeah. But you know, I'm confident I'll, I'll be back to it in no time. Hopefully. That's good. Uh, you know, you talked about, you know, when you first kind of were thinking about coaching, like assistant coach was kind of like your, what you were thinking about, like, I can come in, I can just kind of be a helper and, and this and that. So how did you get in on it as an assistant um, to begin with? Well, everybody in Hobbs knew me as that girl who runs um, <laughs> Coach Becker. I had her as um my coach whenever i ran at usw she was a strength and conditioning coach so i knew her um throughout the whole time she's been there and um like i said she she kind of came to me and was like hey you would you be willing to help out and i said sure you know what can i do and you know we kind of decided on the pacing stuff and um, getting both the boys and the girls side prepared for their events and, um, both for track and cross country. Um, so it, that's kind of how I got in on the assistant end of things. I think it's, uh, coming in as a pacer can be fun because you're coming in and, uh, like you're getting an extra workout as well with other people mm -hmm. as opposed to by yourself. Yes, um, I enjoyed it. Um, I, whatever workout they were doing that day or whatever run they were doing that day, that was my run for the day. So I didn't have to worry about putting in an extra run or, you know, an extra workout. My week was essentially planned based off of what they were doing. And then I, of course, would also make some recommendations to the coach. Hey, you know, this boy looks like he might be able to put in one more 1,000. And, or, hey, he's hurting. He's really lagging behind me. He may need to cut back on, you know, one or two um, more 800s, you know, stuff along that lines. And it was good for me because when I was, it was good for me and good for the coach because whenever I was running alongside these kids, I could tell how they were feeling just based off right. of their pace, our pace, and um, how the overall workout fell. That makes sense. Um, I, I, I like that when, you know, even with the kids I coach, it's, you get a so uh, much better feel for where they're at through the whole thing and, mm -hmm. you know, maybe they need to take one off or, or whatever it is um, right. when you're with them. So uh, how did you end up getting the head coaching position? Um, so I, I work for 
um, the Hobbs New Sun, as I told you. And I come into work on a Monday and I've got a voicemail on my phone. So I, I answer it and um, it's the athletic director. And he said that they were looking for a head cross country coach. And the president of the university remembered, you know, that I ran for the school and he knew I was still running around town and, you know, would I be interested in the position? First, I was kind of hesitant, didn't think I, I knew enough about running, but then I thought about it and I said, I've been in this game 10 years and I know that doesn't seem like a lot, but it's more than some have. And so I, I took that leap and I called him back and told him, yeah, I'm interested. I think that is um, awesome. Like it's uh, 10 years isn't, isn't quite a lot as, as, like you said, as some people, but you know, you can learn a lot in that time and, and you're only going to get better as you continue to learn more as well. Right. And, in those 10 years, you learn what to do and what not to do. And you right. learn a lot about yourself and about your fellow runners too, and how they train and, you know, how they cross train as well. Absolutely. And I think, you know, like you talked to the cross training, I mean, that's something that you had to experience personally mm -hmm. <laughs> recently and, and again, kind of coming from a position where, you know, some of these kids are at where they don't maybe feel like they des they deserve or they're fast enough to run in college and you've been there. So you have these experiences that these kids have, which I think is, you know, just as important as the knowledge with, with the coaching stuff. Right. And um, on the cross training deal, um, any recommendation I have to any college student or any high school student is to definitely cross train. Um, swimming, biking, both of them do wonders for your running career, long-term um, in high school and in college. Um, they really help build the weakened parts of your body that may not be as strong from, you know, years of, running and mainly only focusing on certain parts of the body when running. Right. Uh, you know, you mentioned Coach Jackson earlier when you were in high school and you mentioned Coach Becker there at the University of Southwest. I, what have you learned uh, from those two that, you, that you're going to kind of carry forward into, you know, your own training or have continued into your training and then um, with the coaching? You know, honestly, I, I learned something from three coaches I've had in my career, Coach Cavalunas, Coach Jackson, and Coach Becker. Um, Coach Cavalunas and Coach Becker were my college coaches, and both of them taught me, Coach Becker taught me how to stay strong, strength-wise, lifting, building up parts of my body that weren't ever worked in the, the way that you do in a gym. She taught me weights in general, which is something that um, Coach Jackson didn't really do as much. Um, Coach Cavalunas taught me 
different approach to running. And um, that approach is timed runs <clears throat> rather than distance. Uh, Coach Jackson brought us up on distance runs. Coach Cavalunas preached time, which I think time is a little bit better for an athlete who is just coming into a, um, a program and really may not know much about it. And then Coach Jackson, boy, I, I owe him a lot. He's, he's taught me so, so much in, shoot, the, I, I've known him since I was three or four years old. He and my dad grew up running together. Um, he taught my dad everything he knows. So um, Coach Jackson, I can't even begin to name everything he's taught me. That's, uh, it, you can tell a coach has, <laughs> has done a lot for someone when you can't really you know, mention everything because it's just, it's, it's so immense. And I think a lot of people have had coaches like that and it's, it's, um, you know, coaches mean a lot and, and the relationship you can have with a coach as, as an athlete is such an important part, not only to the sport, but to, to, to growing up, you know, not, not only high school, but college. And, you know, they're often, you know, looked at as role models and stuff and, uh, I've heard I've heard plenty of good things about Coach Jackson before, so it's it's uh, um, wonderful to hear that continue with you. <laughs> yes, um, you know one thing he I can say that he did for me is he gave me a second chance in running. Um, he didn't have to, but he did, and to this day, if he didn't, I don't know where I would be at. You know, in my running. That's, and, and that, like you said, and that can mean a lot. Everybody, everybody needs that second chance. And, you know, I've heard you kind of talk about that. We talked a little bit about that, mm -hmm. you know, when we were talking before we started recording and you mentioned things, you know, around that same topic um, that you, you really want to make sure that everybody has an opportunity and a chance if they want it which again, sounds very personal to you, which I think again is another positive thing as you're talking to these kids coming in. I, I do, I, I believe everybody deserves at least one chance. And you know, we all make mistakes, we're all human. And I think every kid deserves that chance, whether it be running, school, whatever it may be in life, they are gonna mess up. They're still young. They still make stupid choices and they're gonna continue to make stupid choices. <laughs> that is true. But you just have to be a mentor for them and walk alongside them as they are making these mistakes and helping them to learn from them. That's, I, I agree with that and that's, I don't think there's any better way to say that. <laughs> no, no. And, you know, we're dealing with kids who are 18, 19 years old. They're not mature yet. I mean, according to law, they are, but 
mentally they're not. No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> uh, they think they are sometimes, but <laughs> yes, but I, I know of, um, I see it every day and it's, it's interesting the things that, um, kids and just people in general do. Um, I'm the cops courts reporter and the, the things people get arrested for. <laughs> I, I couldn't even anything you can think of. That's I'm sure I, it's been done. And, and, <laughs> well, you mentioned that as well. So you're, you're recently hired as the head coach. Mm -hmm. Um, but you also work for the Hobbs new son. Yes. Um, you told me you write for a magazine here in Albuquerque. Yes. Um, they are actually in the process of changing the name. Um, so I, I don't know the name that they've, they've changed it to now. Um, but whenever they hired me, um, my understanding is the um their name at the time was the statewide focus magazine okay um so i i don't know if they're planning on keeping that or not but um they basically have me writing up just stories from around the hobbs area because they well, try to cover the the whole state of new mexico that's great so are you a, are you an english major then no i'm not i'm a psychology major <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really good at writing. <laughs> well, that's funny. That's I mean, that's cool, but that's kind of funny. <laughs> I just assumed you would you would have been an English major. <laughs> no, you know, um, I've always been good at writing, um, but I took more to wanting to understand how the mind works, why people do the things they do, and um, kind of helping to curve people down a different path. Um, but sometimes life takes us down a different road and now I'm, I'm here and I'm grateful for it. Um, I, I would have never even thought that I would be the head coach for the university of the Southwest or that they would have even given me, you know, uh, my first chance at coaching considering the only experience I have is my own personal running. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, like you said, I mean, our paths can take strange places and, um, you know, you, I, I think that you've had some, some great mentors to help you through this. So, I mean, that's, you got that going for you. And I mean, if someone's willing to take a chance on you, that, that speaks a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it, it does. Um, it really speaks a lot to the institution and the leaders there. Um, the leadership there is phenomenal. I, I haven't seen from the president all the way down anyone who are these, these type of people, really good, loving, caring, um, Christian individuals. I haven't really found that anywhere else. They're just, they're good people. 
Oh, that's, I mean, that's great. I mean, like you said, you already have a connection with the school, you have a connection with these people. And so I think that, again, that, that speaks a, a lot to how they view you to, to bring you in for this position. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so since, since you're injured and you're going to be the head coach, um, do you have someone lined up to be the, to be the pacer for some of the kids or? <laughs> you know, right now, I think it's just a matter of getting these kids in there and seeing where they're at. Um, I think the first couple of weeks, it's just a matter of really seeing what these kids are capable of, if they're willing to put in the work, if they're willing to do what I ask, and if they are willing to also get their business handled school-wise. I don't want to be one of those coaches that just hounds on them and they've already got enough going on in their own personal lives. And then you add on school, you add on the sport, you know, I'm an understanding person. And I think, you know, maybe the second month I do have someone I want to come out and help go through these workouts with the kids and help them develop better running techniques, better refine um, their skills and kind of tweak certain areas in their running that I think might be weakened or may need some adjusting. Um, I do have someone in mind, but I I kind of just want to see at first where they're at, kind of get a feel of things. That makes sense for sure. Uh, you know, we had talked a little bit um, as we were messaging uh, that you, obviously you're getting a, a little bit of a late start, you know, just being named the head coach. And so, you know, there are a lot of seniors who have decided on schools or, you know, decided, no, I'm not running in college and, and, and this and that. So, you know, we've talked a little bit about that, but you know, what are you looking for in a kid that might be hearing this and be like, or a coach that's listening to this and, and talking to some kids? Like, what what are you looking for in a runner that might be considering University of the Southwest? You know, whenever I first was really thinking about that question um, to myself, I was thinking, okay, I've got to get in some top-tier athletes who, who are going to, you know, really excel in this program and they're going to win us titles and everything like that. And then I stopped myself and I thought about it and I said, I don't need top tier athletes. I just need people who are willing to put in the work and willing to show up every day. As long as they are willing to do the workouts, show up to practice, put in their long runs and just do what I ask. It's, it's, I'm not looking for any top tier talent. If it does come my way, then that's great. But if it doesn't, you know, you can be on JV and I'm more than willing to talk to you. You can be that eight, nine minute runner and I'm willing to talk to you because anybody is capable of anything they put their mind to. It's just a matter of going through the motions and doing what it takes um, to the coaches and, you know, potential athletes out there. 
I'm willing to talk to anyone that they may have. You know, if if they feel like they've got an athlete who isn't who wants to run in college, but they're not good enough to sign to a D1 school, or they're not good enough to sign to a JC or for whatever reason, or maybe they went to, you know, the alternative school. Send them my way. I'll talk with them. I, I'm willing to sit down with them and their families and see what their goals are. You know, if they just have a goal in mind of getting through school and, you know, maybe they enjoy running on the side or whatever it may be, then, you know, okay, that's another discussion. But I, I want them to know that school is first and running is second. And um, they are there to get their education first. Running can always come somewhere in the process and it will always be there and I'll always be there to support them. But that education, it's not always going to come. I absolutely. I think that's a great message. And, you know, again, I mean, going there, you, you know what it's like to balance that schoolwork with the, with the expectations of, of the, of running as well. It's, um, it's a, at times it can be a struggle, but, um, you just have to find that balance. Um, my last year in college, I took 18, 18 hours, I believe it might've been more, um, because I had it in my mind, I was going to finish. I was ready to be done. Um, so that last semester, I took as many credits as they would allow me and then some. And I was able to find that balance, though. Um, again, it, it amounts to whatever you put your mind to, you're capable of. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's a it's a it can be a sharp learning curve for for some students, but um that you can get it done with balance and, you know, communication is always important. Yes. And then, um, like I have a kid here in Hobbs. Um, he graduated from the alternative school. He didn't really think that any school was going to pick him up. He was kind of surprised. I reached out to him and he goes, um, yeah, I'll, I'll run for you. Where do I sign? (laughs) <laughs> and I said, whoa, hold on. Let's kind of see where your GPA is and where you stand and everything like that. And he goes, I'm willing to do whatever it takes, you know, schoolwork, whatever. I just want to run. And nobody will give me that chance. Nobody will allow me to even sit down with them because of, you know, the trouble I was in high school and I wasn't very good at school. So they never gave me that chance. But you know, if you give me that chance, I'll prove everybody wrong. And I said, well, let's, let's see what you're capable of. Let's see if you can uh, put your money where your mouth is, essentially. <laughs> that is, uh, well, I mean, good luck. I mean, I had that, like you said, you know, you got a second chance and you don't know where you would have been if you didn't have that. And mm-hmm. so, Obviously, I, I hope that works out for, for this kid as well. I think it will. He just needs someone to steer him down the right path. 
Absolutely. I think there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of kids in that, in that same, same boat. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And I was one of them. Um, but fortunately I had people who steered me down another path. And from that I've learned from my mistakes. That's good. I mean, again, I mean, you gain this opportunity, you seem to seem to be uh, like you're going to be pretty busy here soon with all of these uh, things you got going on <laughs> and yeah. try to squeeze in some exercise when you can. <laughs> yeah, I, I sure will. But at least if you can't run with the kids, I guess you can always bike with them too, bike next to them. Well, I'll probably be in a cast and then a oh, walking no. boot and then I I have to relearn how to walk and relearn how to run. So it may be a little while before I can bike or run alongside them, but I anticipate within the next year I'll be out there alongside them at least trying to run or maybe they can teach me reteach me how to run. <laughs> You know, I, it's a full circle. Whatever they t right. I teach them, they can reteach me. I'm not afraid to relearn how to run. Great. <laughs> oh, um, I mean that 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 sounds amazing. And like I said, I'm 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 rooting for you. Uh, one thing I did notice. So you guys had, you talked about running track, um, but I think you told me, so there, it's just cross country for right now, right? Yes. At least until I get, can get the numbers up. Um, okay. I'm hoping that within the next year or two, if I get the numbers up to a level that the athletic director can't deny that, okay, these numbers are obviously good enough to have a track team. Let's go for it. That's what I'm shooting for. Because as a runner, you know, you can't have cross without track. It's just, you. it's a full circle. That's how you become a good runner. Right. So, you know, if, if I can bring back that track program at some point during my career there, that's what I want to do. And I really hope to accomplish that's that's great i i hope that that is something that you're able to do because you know like you said it just it goes hand in hand especially in a college program you know it helps it would you know it helps the kids get stronger faster um gives them something else to look forward to within the year so definitely rooting for that one and i just the more programs that are running track and cross country the better <laughs> Right, right. <clears throat> so that's yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> uh, I, I'm ex I'm excited to to hear to you know be able to see what you guys end up doing for this next year. I hope that uh, um, we can see some stuff on on uh, Twitter and Instagram or, or one of them because some some schools it's I try to follow them and and they don't really have a social uh, media presence. And it's like, Oh man, I really like just to get to know the team and what they're mm -hmm. doing. It's, I think it's so important. Have you thought about 
that aspect of it. Yeah, that's something I kind of want to build up on the social media presence because I think nowadays technology is ever evolving and that's a way for you to bring in more athletes is to build up your social media presence. Matter of fact, I've been able to recruit two more athletes through social media. I haven't been able to through email, phone calls, text messages. I've tried everything by the book. And the other night I got so frustrated and I said, okay, you know what I'm going to take to social media. And so I did. And through social media, I've been able to recruit two more. Now I know that's not a lot, but had I not have been on social media, would I have ever found them? Probably right. not. Would they have ever found me? Probably not. I think that as a coach, you've got to continue to learn to evolve with the times and with technology to not only build up your athletes, your program, but also your recruiting base as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's, I mean, that's where all the kids are at, right? They're, they're, they're all on the social media. And so being able to be out there in a place where they're looking at is, is going to definitely be beneficial. Yes. Um, and, you know, it, had it not have been for you sharing, you know, my post on social media, I, I really don't think I would have found these guys. Um you know, friends, family continuing to share my, my social media post, it's bringing in more people. They're seeing, hey, she she's a coach. Maybe she will sign me or maybe she'll talk with me. Um, just that small possibility can help you do wonders with the program, you know? Uh, absolutely. And like I've told you, I mean, I want as many options for, for kids to continue running as possible. And, you know, whether it's D1, D2, JUCO, NAIA, like whatever, whatever level they can get to and it's something they want to do, I, I'm all for it. So, you know, as many schools as we have in the state doing it, let's, I'm, I'm happy to, to share. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. I, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I, I can't thank my friends, family, social media followers enough because you guys have really allowed me to get the word out there and hopefully continue to spread the word and bring potential athletes into USW. Awesome. I think that's a great message. I, I think that's a great spot to kind of wrap up. So thank, thanks again. Um, you know, just finish up with the last question I ask everybody, and that's what are you listening to um, to kind of get you pumped, get you motivated, get you going for, a, you know, a bike ride or a run? Um, there's three things I listen to on my run almost always. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nice. Um, you can't beat them. Um, usually... Kanye West or um, Lil Baby. Nice. <laughs> and um, really any other alternative group. Um, they, they tend to get me pumped up, motivated, ready. Um, 
for whatever workout I have planned for the day. Um, but I also tune in to your podcast as well. Um, they kind of give me a perspective um, on what other fellow athletes, coaches, people are doing and maybe how I can change up what I'm doing. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I was going to ask, you know, because I, I, I enjoy the Red Hot Chili Peppers as well. I haven't heard the new album yet. Um, have you given it a listen? No, you know, I'm kind of, I've been hesitant to because I want to see them in concert. Oh, okay. And so because of that, I'd love to hear that new album live before I actually listen to it, um, you know, through the headphones or whatever. I think there's a huge difference between them playing live and what you hear in your headphones. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, I love the access to music that we have and, and just being able to put on music anywhere, but yeah, it's a different experience being able to see it live and, and feel the energy. Right. Right. And you know, as old as they are, they can still rock out. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That is very true. <laughs> um, well, like I said, thank you again so much for joining. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time to to talk with me. And, you know, is there anything else you'd like to say before I let you go? Um, thank you for having me on. And um, thank you to the running community, my friends, family, um, for really pushing me to where I'm at today and um, to continuing to help me in this new endeavor I've, um, I've taken on. And I look forward to hopefully meeting some new coaches, athletes, and friends as well. I'd once again like to thank my guest for their time and thank you for tuning in. If you have the opportunity, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts or just help spread the word. Music was provided by Philip Friedman. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJ Teach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RunningNM. Feel free to drop me a line or shoot me an email at RunningNewMexico at gmail.com if you have any questions or know of someone who should be interviewed. In the meantime, keep running, New Mexico.